Nighttime neighborhood. I am Ed the Sock. Okay, you already knew that because I said it in the intro. And if your attention span is that short, this is not going to be a good experience for you. Lots of good calls this week. Uh, returning favorites, including Donna, Dorothy, and RT. Now, I was in a bit of a mood this week because uh, uh, I won't get into it, but but sometimes I think dogs and cats have it right. They are born. They feed from their mother, they are weaned, and then they go their separate ways and never see each other again. They don't have to worry about family crap. Sometimes with your blood relations, you need a transfusion. So one of the shows, I just was in a <laughs> crappy mood and just let her rip. Here, have a listen. All right, uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, hey, I'm always honest with you guys. That's why you're honest with me. I had a crap day. Like, remember yesterday I was telling you about horrible people that I had to deal with? That I... And, uh... And it was, there was probably something worse coming today. There was. Uh, worse in some respects, maybe better in others. Uh, sometimes there are people who... I don't know. There's something in their life that's lacking... So they choose to try to make everybody else's life complicated and look like either a reality show or a soap opera. Uh, and uh, that's what I got myself caught up in. So, uh, yeah, not a, not a fabulous day. And uh, it made me realize something that I've thought about before, but it sort of hit me more today. Because I had a crap day from, like... I don't know, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning. Just, just crap. Someone like dropped a bomb on me. Anyway, so I went out today and I was like shopping. And the people say to you, you know, behind the counter, how you doing today? And the thing is, they don't want the truth. Like they're not really asking you, how are you doing today? That's just something that makes them seem jovial and friendly. They don't want to hear an answer. Like, if you give them anything but good, how are you? You've broken the social contract. And I know, because I've been part of this, too. You know, the idea is, hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Even though I didn't really care how they were doing, and they weren't really doing great. The, the, the thing is, I actually, when I ask people, I actually do care, because I'm an idiot that way. Like, when you guys call up, and we're joking, and then you tell me you had a bad day or something bad happened. I, I always ask you what, you know, what's wrong. You know, see if there's some way I can, I can help. Because I'm an idiot. Most people just don't care. So, you know, I, I was wondering if this guy at the supermarket said, Hey, how are you doing today? If I was like to stop and just tell him how I'm doing today, how awkward would that guy be? Because there's like no manual out there how to respond in case somebody actually answers your question honestly. 
I'm wondering if that we should start moving away from this insincerity of, hey, how are you doing today? Move it to say something else. Something that doesn't require a interchange that is fictional between two people. That doesn't pressure one or both of them to uh, pretend that they're thinking or feeling a way that they're not. Like, why are we promoting this dishonesty on a regular basis? Actually, I had an idea for what people could say, but I, I forget what it is now. Maybe you guys can suggest, what is a better thing to say besides, how are you doing today? Or, hey, how you doing? What is a thing that is less uh, committal, uh, more non-committal, I guess is a better way to put it, that isn't a question that propels somebody into a position where, because of the social contract people, you really have to lie. So what would be a better thing to say to somebody as a greeting uh, without any question about how they're doing? Because I'm tired of the lies. You know what I mean? It's like I'm tired of the lies about uh, employee bathrooms. Because it's strange to me that no matter what store, what type of store, what size of store you go into, when you ask uh, I'm sorry. Do you have a Do you have a, a bathroom? Oh no, we we don't have any bathrooms. It's like well, well yeah, the the employee bathroom uh, it, it's broken. Really? So you guys are here eight nine hours, and you never take a leak. Never mind a dump. You just go around all day, never emptying your your bladder or your bowels ever. That's pretty impressive. What's more impressive is that you think I'm going to buy your lie. The fact is, there is an employee bathroom. You just don't want to let me in it. Now, some of the big box stores do have bathrooms for uh, for uh, customers. I understand not always having a customer bathroom. But if somebody comes in and they're really... Like, for me to go into a place and say, you have a bathroom? That I really have to go. And we've all been in a position where we really have to go. Why would you screw with somebody who really needs to go? Like, just quit screwing around. Let them go use the damn bathroom. It's probably disgusting anyway. But that's okay because we got to use it real bad. Because, you know, I'm a customer. Your store, your store wouldn't exist without customers. So why would you want me to have an episode uh, a painful episode, rather than letting me re release my bowels or bladder. See, I'm of the opinion now that if I go into one more store and say, uh, sorry, do you have a bathroom? And they say, no, the uh, the bathroom's broken. I'm just going to drop trowel right there and do what i got to do right on the damn floor. Because if, okay, you don't have a bathroom... Well, maybe this will give you some incentive to get the uh, bathroom fixed. Uh, just my thoughts. Because it's all lies. It's lies. You do have a bathroom. You do have an employee bathroom. You simply don't want to let me use it. I understand if somebody looks a bit skeezy and you think they're going in there to shoot up or smoke crack or whatever the hell. I understand that there's some concerns. But the, a regular customer... Let them go do their freaking business, then come out and support your business. By the way, I picked up a, a slice of pizza today. We've talked about this before. Picked up a slice of pizza. The guy literally took that big thing that they use, that 
uh, giant spatula, put it underneath the slice, pivoted, put it in the oven, waited, put the thing back in the oven, took the pizza out, put it in a thing of cardboard for me. When I go to pay, they want me to leave a tip. For what? For pivoting? Like, really? I, I, I gotta stand, so, cause if I don't give a, leave a tip, I feel like, I, I feel like a bit of a dick. Cause I'm looking around saying none of these people are making a great living. But, but, I don't get a tip. I do my job. No one gives me a freaking tip. I'm not, I'm not rolling in the dough. Why don't the rest of us all get tips? You know, why don't we just all carry a freaking tip jar around our necks? Like we used to wear those UNICEF boxes on Halloween. Yeah, I'm kind of in a crap mood. Could you tell? All right, let's begin the show. First, we're going to pay some bills, and we'll be back with the All-Star All-Night Show, 94.9 The Rock. Ninety-four-nine, The Rock, the All Night Show. Ed Desoc here. Who it is? Hey, how are you today? Hello, Donna. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I admit, I owe you an apology for likening you as a hunter to Elmer Fudd last night. Oh, that, that's all right. I'll get over it. All right. So, what's on your mind today? I was wondering. You don't have to answer this, but I don't know if you've ever had a colonoscopy or not. Yeah, but, I've had a colonoscopy. Well, when I went in, they had a camera down both both ends, mouth and the other end. Well, they, they got you coming and going. <laughs> no, they did. And I'll tell you, I told the guy, when I have adrenaline like that, I have the strength of like seven men, so you gotta put me out like secretariat, you know? Well, they usually do put you out. I mean, I, you probably have to bribe someone to be kept awake during a uh, colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, I woke up in the middle of that thing. That's kind of frightening, no? Oh, my eyes, I could feel them. They were like buckwheat, right? Your eyes were like buckwheat? The, the little rascals oh, yeah. character? Oh, yeah. They were okay? And I saw this, well, I saw this purple stuff hit the screen, and I wasn't shot up with any guy. You got a sign for Wait, wait, hang on, and hang on. A, you, you were having a colonoscopy and a throatoscopy or whatever, um, uh, and you woke up during it and you saw purple stuff hitting a wall? Uh, the screen on the TV, you know, and... So the camera that was showing what was inside you, there was purple stuff. Right, right, and there was no dye in there. So I'm thinking, oh... And I ended up with a hernia as a result. And uh, when I finally did call a lawyer, they said, well, you're like a couple of months too late. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Drag them behind a horse? Well, okay, hang on, hang on. Why would you have a hernia as a result of a colonoscopy? Because with the throat one, I tried to puke it out. You automatically just Yeah, your gag reflex kicks in, but I don't think that... Led to, I mean, maybe you lifting dryers, like you talked about yesterday. Maybe that gave you a hernia. Yeah, and the roofing and the drain tile and the other. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. But still, you know, I, I told the lawyer, I said, oh, so somebody can sue a priest for something they supposedly did 30 years ago. 
Okay, okay, you, you, you realize you're comparing apples and oranges, because what the, yeah. what, in this case, what the priest did was something illegal to a child who was not able to consent versus you having a medical procedure you consented to. They're not yeah, really, they're they're not not really the same thing, Donna. No, but it's, you know, the, the question of how much can these guys get away with, with that, you know? Is what I, I that's what I'm getting. Yeah, but you don't have, you have right. no idea if it even caught anyway. Whatever. All right. So uh, they need to they need to knock you out more when giving you your next colonoscopy. Yeah, with that type of adrenaline flow that I do have. Why would you have a yeah. uh, adrenaline while you're under you're unconscious? Well, just the thought of having that done was freaking me out. You know. If you're supposed to be unconscious, you're not really aware of what's going on uh, my mind don't work that way <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, i will i will concede that your mind works in its own way we we've determined that yes so what else is on your mind besides that no you know that's funny you say that it, uh busting me up that's but it was so nice of that lady, and there's something maybe you have to realize. What? Is that people love you. They want to do things for you. You know, I know you're a prideful person, as am I'm I. A, I'm, a what, wait, I'm a what person? Prideful. You prideful? Know. Sure. I'm not prideful at all. You can't work like three and a half decades in the Canadian media business and still have your pride. <laughs> No, I I don't mean it in derogatory way. You know, it's just like you have your standards. Let's, let's put it that way. Okay. Well, I do have standards. I don't like people making a big fuss about me. That's all. Well, get used to it, sweet cheeks, because people love you. Well, thank you. But if I'm not used to it after this point in time, I probably never <laughs> will be. I hear you. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you for uh, your adventures uh, in intestinal explorations. I'm like, yeah, I gotta bring something good to you and true too. So, right, well, you always bring gold, even if it does come out of your butt. Well, thank you, my dear. Thank All right. you, Mister Sock. You have a good weekend. <laughs> you too, sir. Okay, bye bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show, Ed the Sock here. Who it is? Hey, it's Shinner. <sighs> of course it is. Now, you're one of the very few people whose name comes up on the uh, call display here. So I'm doing something else. The phone's ringing, ringing, ringing. I look over, it's you. You hang up, ringing, ringing, ringing. It's you again. Hang up, ringing, ringing, ringing. It's you again. Hang up. What are you calling about so urgently tonight? Because if it's it, it, you should only be calling somebody over and over again if there's a fire, in which case you've mistaken this place for 911. Why, why do you sound depressed when I call? Uh, oppressed or depressed? Unimpressed. Unimpressed. Why do I sound unimpressed? Because uh, you're very astute. You know what I just did? What? So I was coming home from our podcast tonight. I took an Uber. All right. And uh, I had the Uber driver put on 94.9 The Rock to force him to listen to Ed the Sock. Yep. And I gave him... Uh, 855-432-ROCK, and I said, please talk to Ed. Uh, you can talk to him 
you have a late night ahead of you. You can make a request. And I said, uh, you know, tell them, uh, you know, Shana recommended you. So you may expect a call from an Uber driver. Wow. Hang on a minute. Let me sit down. I, I, I'm overwhelmed. Okay. Well, as much as I respect Uber drivers, and I'd be glad to hear from him, this wasn't an urgent thing for you to call me about. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry for always promoting you. Well, it's like, Shaner, why did you think I needed to be prepared that an Uber driver might call me? Like, what what do you think I need to prep? Do you think I need to brush up on my Uber ease? What? You you know why? Because uh, Uber drivers are driving around town picking up customers all the time. And uh, a lot of customers might get in the back of the car and they're listening to Ed the Sock. All right, I get that part, but I don't get why you felt the need to let me know an Uber driver was going to call. I would have found out when I spoke to the Uber driver. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, Shaner. Thanks, Ed. All right, see you, Shaner. Bye. All right, later. Bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, The All Night Show, Ed the Sock here. Who this? Thelma. Thelma, how you been? I haven't. I don't think I heard from you last week. No, I've been listening. Okay, as long as you've been there, and we've been entertaining you. How's Newcastle? It's great. I just come back from a walk. It's so peaceful this time of day. Well, yeah, because everybody's asleep. Yeah, I know. I like it. Yeah, I, I kind of there's kind of a nice psychic quiet to uh, this time of night. Yeah, it is. It's so peaceful. You walk on the road. No cars are coming. Well, I don't necessarily recommend walking on the road. I dropped my lighter and I was looking for it, so I was walking on the road. Did you drop it on the road? I dropped it on the curb and it bounced. Oh, I see. Do you wear any reflective clothing? Yes. All right. As long as you're safe. That's my my main concern, Thelma. Yeah, I'm safe. All right, very good. Not safe from lung disease because you're smoking, but you're safe from being hit by a car. No, I quit. I quit. You quit? But I I was playing with my lighter. Oh, when did you quit? I just quit on Sunday, my 20 millionth time attempting to quit. Well, congratulations. I've been eating a lot of hard candies. Well, it takes a lot of courage, and it is not easy to break something that's been an addiction for so many years. So I, I, on behalf of the nighttime neighborhood, I congratulate you for that. Well, thank you very much. I've been trying to quit for the last five years. Eventually and, it's going to uh, take. Why not this time, right? Yeah, this time it's going to take. All right, good. For sure. Good. Because it's too cold to smoke outside. That's a practical reason. If lung yeah. disease isn't enough... The weather, it might be. Whatever works. Yes, for sure. All right. Thanks, Ed. You have a great night. You too. Okay, bye-bye. 94.9 The Rock, the all-night show. Ed the Sock here. Who it is? Hey, it's Skadoodad. Skadoodad? Where you been, man? Oh, man. It's been a crazy few weeks. I ended up getting, uh, getting kind of a job, you know, so I've been on days, I've been on afternoons, you name it. Okay, what's kind of a job? Well, I mean, 
you know, I, I'm just helping out my buddy Phil in his basement there. But, uh, you know, not for not for big bucks or nothing, but we're actually coming up with our own aftershave. Is this for use on the skin or for you to drink mixed with ginger ale? No, no. No, this is just for use on the skin. He just needs my help because I've consumed so much, I might be good for, you know, you know, tested flavors, you know. You have a refined palate now that you've drank so much uh, of the uh, aftershave. Exactly. Well, that's kind of impressive. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that you're keeping yourself busy, but I was worrying where you were. You know, it's like, skidoo dad, he, he drinks aquavelva mixed with ginger ale and then doesn't call for a while. I start to wonder if maybe your liver had had it. You're right, you know, I should have kept in touch. It's It's been a wild three weeks or so. I mean, I'm not getting paid that much. His wife makes me stew once in a while, and I'm getting paid in uh, Canadian tire money, which I've just realized they don't do that anymore. I think it's just a card. So Phil's kind of pulling one over on me there, I think. So your friend is paying you in extinct money. Yeah, 100%. I think they still accept it. Okay, well, I heard different, so I'm going to go try. I got quite a bit of it, uh, so we'll see. I got a bunch of stuff I got to buy. I'm not sure they sell Aqua Velva in the Canadian Tire itself, but it's right next to the Costco where they sell the six-packs. I got to ask you, why did you settle on Aqua Velva as your drink of choice? Well, one of the reasons is it's cheap, and number two, it looks like Gatorade if you put it in the Gatorade bottle. Well, anything looks like Gatorade if you put it in a Gatorade bottle. That's true. That's true. Last time we were talking, you wanted a name. Still can't think of one, but now I'm thinking of a name for me and Phil's uh, uh, aftershave there. And you were talking about that blue raspberry energy drink last night. That's right. What about that? Blue raspberry aftershave. Oh, yeah, I like the sound of that. Who, who do you want to buy the blue raspberry aftershave? Because I think that kind of scent would appeal mostly to 13-year-old girls who don't use aftershave. Or 13-year-old boys who want 13-year-old girls to smell them. I don't know. You got to give it a more macho name for 13-year-old boys. Yeah, that's true. You know what? I'm getting paid in stew and Canadian tire money. I don't think it's going to take off anyway. Well, you know, stranger things have happened. Well, I was also thinking, you got that home studio now, and I'm sick of living in my ex-wife's basement. You know, if you ever want an assistant or someone to make you a sub or get you an energy drink, I'm your guy. Uh, you know what? Let me uh, let me take that, write it down, and put it in the file. Okay? Okay, that's what Phil says a lot, so... Yeah. Uh, skidoo, Dad. Thanks for checking in. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 94.9 The Rock, the all-night show. Ed the Sock here. Who it is? Artie saying fits and tight. <laughs> Wait, what was that, Artie? What? Fits and tight. Uh, okay, hello. <laughs> yes, fits and tight in uh, German. And you can put it for your listeners to see what Artie is talking about. Okay, spell that for us. No. No? <laughs> what do you mean, no? How are we supposed to look it up if we don't know how to spell it? Fitching tight, if you slow it down to say what the hell RT is talking about, I'm going to tell you in English means fits in tight. 
Fits in tight? In German language means virgin. Oh, it's a German vernacular for virgin. Right. Fits in tight. It's a little disturbing, but I, now I get it. Okay. Yes. I don't want to know why you know the vernacular word for virgin in foreign languages, um, <laughs> but uh, you have an interesting life. So what's new, RT? N not much, except uh, I came with the idea who is old and who is not. All right. You know what? You know what is old is having to hear that tweet in the background of your call, and you continue to pretend it's not there. Well, it was gone for some time because you didn't say anything. It was gone for a while, and now it's back. You know why? Because the battery in your smoke detector has run out. I don't think so. Everything is okay here. I don't hear nothing. So we leave it that way. Now, uh, what I was going to say, I forgot. You said who's old and who's young. Uh, who is old and who is young. You know when you are old, is uh, there is an explanation for that. Yes. Uh, and that when you have dry dreams and wet fart. Wait, <laughs> and wait, 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 hold on. I'm lost. You... The, the expression for being old is dry dreams and wet farts. Yes. It doesn't matter how old you are. When you have dry dreams and when you have wet farts, you know you are old. This doesn't make any sense. Babies have wet farts. Uh, well, that's what it means. When you get old, you got dry dreams. It means you don't get hard on. Nothing going on. And when you fart, is a wet fart. Uh, okay, first of all, there was that little tweet again. That little, I heard it again, that little chirp. Secondly, no, that doesn't make any sense. People of all ages, all backgrounds, all sizes and shapes, all genders have wet farts. Uh, no, I, I believe when you what are... What do you mean, no? What do you mean? When, where's the empirical research you've done on who has wet farts at what age? This is what I heard is when I was up north, and they said, when you have dry dreams and wet fart, you know you are old. So as it long doesn't... as you ejaculate in your sleep and don't have a volcanus or shrapnel as a result of passing gas, then you're, you're young. You're young. All right. I, okay. First of all, you can have erectile dysfunction at any age. And you can also continue to be able to have vigorous sex into your old age. So none of this that you, you, you're telling us makes any sense. I don't know, who, who are you talking to up north? Like the village idiot? Who are you talking to? Well, this is what I heard, and this is what I pass it on. And I'm looking at myself. I'm not old yet. So you, what I, you're telling us is you're not making wet farts. Making no wet fart. And I don't have no dry dreams. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's way too much, inf way, way too much information. <laughs> I will file that under RT facts. There so, goes that um, tweet again. There goes that noise again. Oh, holy, that's me. I don't know. Uh, so uh, Maybe I'm, your batteries are running low. No, I'm, I'm sitting here. I don't hear nothing. Well, you've probably gone uh, ear blind to it. You're probably no. just used to it. 
No. Take my word. There it goes that, again. Okay. That goes, it means if somebody's there, they give you a note that we are monitoring our conversation. No, no, no. When, when they do actual surveillance, they don't let you know by putting tweets and noises and chirps on your phone uh, line. That's, that's right. But the phone line, when I call, either because of you, because you are activist too. I consider you activist. I'm an activist? And, okay. Yes, and I consider myself somehow activist too, in my own way. So therefore, we are both monitored. Oh, so, yes, that's right. CSIS is listening to us. No, uh, maybe. I don't know. But I'm saying that this is a third or fourth party watching or listening. I'm still pretty sure that it's just your smoke alarm battery going bad. Anyway, do you have a joke for us? <laughs> uh, a joke? I had a joke, but I'm going to tell you, and you tell me if I already told you that, because I said so many jokes, I don't remember which one I said, which one I don't. All so, right, I'll tell you. Okay, this fellow went to the doctor to uh, check up his uh, colon. You know, or there goes that. There goes that noise again. Anyway, go on. Okay. And the doctor put the gloves on and put his finger in there. He says, uh, well, I think your colon is okay. He said, doctor, while you are down there, would you put your second finger in there too? He says, why you need my second finger? He says, because I need your second opinion so I don't have to go to see another doctor. No, you've not told us that one before. <laughs> okay, and there it goes for my joke. All right, thank you, R thank you, RT. All right, have good a enough. good night. Take care. Okay, bye. bye, -bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show. This is here. Who this? This is Ryan. How are you doing tonight, Ed? Hey, Ryan. What's up? Yeah, um, I missed uh, the beginning of your. I don't want to say rant. That sounds dismissive. Um, your conversation. I it guess, was a rant. No, what, no, no, no. It what, was a rant. <laughs> what? I've been doing rants what? for years. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Before Rick Mercer. Well before Rick Mercer, that thief. Anyway, go on. <laughs> um, what was the, uh, what precipitated that specific I just, uh, rant? I was just looking actually through, I was reading some news stuff during, uh, during the show. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with people in this world? Like, there's just no rational dialogue about things. You're either no, with you, us or you're against us. You're either 100% yeah. with us or you're 100% against us. Anybody who's in the middle says, you know what? I can see some points here and I can see some points there. Both sides say that you are evil. The, the, the People yeah. hate the center. They think that you're just yeah. a coward because you're not jumping on one bandwagon or the other. Well, you, you, you have the courage to stop and say, look, I see, some, I see some good points from both sides here. Let's have a discussion. No, because you're either with us or you're against us. And that is just not the way to build a society. It's a great way to tear it down, but it's not the yeah. way to build it. And that's all I see is people demanding purity. And you know what the truth is, uh, Ryan? Most people, the majority of people, are in the center. Most people are able to look and see, I see a point here and I see a point there. Most people are rational people, but we're shouted down 
by all the crazies out there. They just jump on us. They jump on us on social media. They jump on us in personal conversations. Anybody who tries to say, look, I, I'm able to see a middle ground here. I'm able to see some common ground here. They freaking hate you. They jump on So people who are in the center shut their mouths because they don't need the aggravation. Because people in the center are never driven by the same crazy passions as the people on the le far left and far right. And so we're like, you know what? I don't need this aggravation. And so you think that people in the center don't exist when we're the majority. I mean, when I go on Twitter now, my Twitter account, I post my thoughts and then I don't read any responses or reply to them. <laughs> because it's like I, nothing you're going to say to me is going to be of an, an intellectual uh, discourse. So I post my stuff there and I let people vent and go crazy because I'm never responding to them. But that's just the way it's <laughs> got to be. Like we need we need champions of the center. I've had enough of listening to the people who set themselves on fire on the right and left. I think we've all had enough of that. Yeah, that, I think uh, I think most people can agree with that. Yeah, sure, most people agree with it, but they're too afraid to agree with it out loud. I don't know who said it, but it reminds me of uh, something I hold on to, which is, you know, it takes intelligence to be able to hold two different diametrically uh, opposed ideas in one's hand, consider them both, and agree with neither. That's right. Or agree with a bit from one and a bit from the other. Yeah. And another thing, too, is, and, and this is, you know, I guess, media philosophical. But um, if you've ever read uh, Entertaining Ourselves to Death. Oh, yeah, Neil uh, Postman's book. Precisely, precisely. And so this, the, he was discussing the concept of news media, right, and how that in and of itself appears as entertainment. And so since that is entertainment, it's not to be taken seriously. And that's what he was talking about then. So just matter, imagine what he would have to say about social media. It's not, you're not going to have proper discourse in a situation or in a medium that's not set up to have proper discourse. You're not, you're not rewarded in social media for having uh, rational discourse. You're yeah. uh, rewarded for being a lunatic because the yeah. people who are lunatics like you, who agree with you, they will follow you and they will contribute. The people who are lunatics who are opposed to you, they will also participate and drive up your engagement numbers. But if you're like, hey, you know what? I, uh, I, can, see, uh, uh, I can see two points here. It's not right versus wrong. It's kind of right versus right. Uh, it's just finding the way to negotiate between them. Nobody, it's like, boring, you're just a centrist, blah, blah, blah. I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of it. We don't have any strong media voices in the center saying, both sides, you're both freaking crazy. Sit down and shut up. It's time for the adults to talk. Yep. Well, that's the problem. There aren't any adults, I don't think. Well, the adults are doing the adult thing, adults. which is, I'm getting the hell out of this. I'm not even getting, I'm not even engaging. Yeah. That's the adult thing to do. Unfortunately, it leaves us without it, without uh, uh, a strong voice out there. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you weren't done, eh? <laughs> Apparently I wasn't done. <laughs> so, sorry, I wish I'd got the whole thing. I was actually listening to uh, The Clash on my phone because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get through, so. All right, well, you're forgiven. Um, all right, have a good weekend. You too. Bye -bye. Be well.
94.9 The Rock, the All Night Show, Ed the Sock here. Who this? How you doing today? Hey, Donna. How you doing out there in Akron, New York? I was having trouble getting you because you're on antenna over here. I don't have you on an app. You, you're picking us up off an antenna? Oh, yeah, that's I right. Am. You have an antenna. I forgot. You get TV off an antenna. Well, yes, uh, today I went up and I put an extra one on top of the roof. I'm like, I got to get that in better. <laughs> why don't you why don't you use an app? Yeah. All right, I know you like old school things. I, yeah, I am. I'm like 200 years old. Uh, let's see. Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Uh yeah, I wasn't. Uh You going nowhere with it? Yeah, that's about it. That's right. how she wrote on that one. All right. Yeah. Uh what else has been going on? Uh, you, you lifted a dryer for your ex-husband and uh, your uh, brother-in-law. Yeah. What else? You I, you you got a hernia, you think, from a uh, colonoscopy. Also, there's no doubt in my mind. There's no okay, no doubt in your mind. Uh, you saw footprints, strange footprints on the oh, uh, on your godmother's land. What? I didn't tell you about what I saw in the sky, but people, you can't tell people that stuff. They think you're you're nuts, you know. Well, what did you see? In, what did you see in the sky? You know, you see like this, these lights, and all of a sudden, poof, they're gone. They're just gone. So, did you see the lights attached to a craft, or were they just lights? It was like uh, one of those boomerang-shaped type. Okay. Uh, I saw blimp type stuff, but is there an air force and, base near you? Uh, no. Did you? It's headed that way, but okay. Did you notice any lost time? Not that I can, you know, recall because you uh, you don't recall. And my niece Vaughn, she was, uh, you know, doing the flashlight, and I'm like, don't do that, don't do that, you know. Yeah, the advanced intelligence that is up there might be fooled by a flashlight. Mm. Listen, and um, then listen. The thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If if you noticed any lost time, that may be, in fact, that you didn't have a problem with the colonoscopy. That in fact you may have been taken up into the spaceship and given an anal probe, as happens to many people who say they've been abducted. Maybe the alien anal probe is the thing that gave you a hernia. No way. Now your hamster's off the wheel with that. Is my duck out? No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So you don't think that's the case? You don't think you could have been experimented on by aliens? Uh, not in that circumstance, but, you know, that's what I mean. That's something you don't bring up at parties, you aliens and stuff it, like that. It you very much don't. depends on who else is at the party. True. Would you like to be abducted by an alien ship? No way. No? What if the yeah. aliens came because they needed someone to move a dryer? Oh, I... Because you ever see the pictures of the gray aliens, they're very spindly. They don't seem very muscular. Yeah. So what if they came down and said they heard on the radio that you help move dryers and they need a, they, they need help moving a dryer back home? Would you go with them? Mm, uh, yes. Okay, see, as long <laughs> as you're That is the strangest question I've ever been asked in my life, I think. Well, that's saying something, considering your life has probably been full of strange questions. Oh, indeed. 
All right. Good to talk to you, Donna. Good to talk to you, too. Okay, bye-bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show. Ed Desoc here. Who this? Hi, Ed. It's Dorothy. Hi, Dorothy. What's up, Dorothy? Oh my God, I was gonna call about something else, and then I just heard Donna on there talking about um, the lights in the sky, and that he wonders if his sister's okay. So then I just wanted to say that, like, that could be a sign. You know me and my signs and how I think. What are you talking about? Be- um, he's seen lights in the sky. She said she saw to... lights in the sky at at some point. She didn't say when that was. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, what were you saying? That... So what was well, your, what was the nonsense you were going to spin? What? Well, just the lights in the sky. Um, could have been a sign because then she was wondering about the sister. And that could have all been like connected. And that's why she called you and said both things. And she didn't really know where she was coming with, with either one. But there was a reason um, why that are you, uh, happened. Dor- Dorothy. I am. Yeah. I'm Dorothy, right. are you one of those? <laughs> are you one of those people that thinks everything happens for a reason? Yes, I am. Yes, yeah, I am. Doesn't make any sense. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't think you can say like that was a coincidence because no, that was not a coincidence. You know what? What really is a coincidence? What? Every coincidence. They're just coincidences. Yeah. See, See Dorothy, I, Dorothy. I don't believe in that. Dorothy. Dorothy. Things what? don't happen for a reason. Things happen, and then we put a reason on them. Because human beings look for well, patterns. It's in our brain. The problem is most people don't even try to put a reason to it. They just throw it out like it was a coincidence. Ah, it's just a coincidence. And then they don't think about the reason that maybe why it happened. Well, okay, I'm talking about reasons like on <laughs> Earth. You're talking about reasons in the stars. Everywhere, all over, the whole entire universe. Yeah, the, the, universe, anyway, does, the universe doesn't think, care about any of us. Anyway, go on. Okay, anyway, so yeah, we'll drop that one. I called in the first place. I was going to talk about, you said a friend, um, in the beginning of your show, and then I nodded off for a bit, but you said that she thinks you might have gangrene or you might be going to be getting gangrene. No, I said that the the radio person on before me tonight, when she was mm-hmm. announcing that I was coming up, she said something about, you know, Ed the Sock with gangrene. Oh, gangrene. Oh, that you were gangrene. Well, okay. She was just I making was... a dumb joke like they usually uh, do at oh, my okay. expense. All right. So gangrene, like since I was a kid, I knew a lot of people that got gangrene. Wait, you knew? And oh, yeah, they, that's right. You were raised in the woods, practically. Yeah, and they would either have, like, one leg or no leg. Wait, they lost they, their legs? Was, yeah, because gangrene. Okay, it's so it, it, okay. you told, were raised in the late part of the 20th century. How did people lose their legs to gangrene in the late part of the 20th century? I was told that it was because they... Um, had a bad diet, or they were either alcoholics, or they um, smoked cigars. Or nobody gave them antibiotics. That could be it, too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that could be true, too. What do you mean could be or- true? Of course it's true. You fight <laughs> gangrene with antibiotics. Like, they just let oh. the gangrene... And what, did somebody... Was there a sawbones? Did somebody oh, come goodness. and put a bullet in the guy's mouth so he could chew on it or bite down while he sawed the guy's leg off? What, what oh, barbaric goodness. place did you grow up in? 
Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I don't know, actually, because that's crazy. I never actually Googled gangrene before, so I didn't know that Dorothy. they had bad diet or they were alcoholics. Or they oh, yeah, that's smoked. the reason. Yeah, that's right. Why yeah. they had no rim. This is why This is why you think everything happens for a reason, because you grew up <laughs> with people putting nonsense reasons on things instead of reasonable reasons. Um, so Dorothy, I have this yeah. feeling that if right. I was to say to you, okay, take me back to where, where you grew up, to the area where you grew up, we'd go oh back there and it wouldn't be there. Like it was never there. Oh. Like, like you came <laughs> through some, uh, rip from another universe and we'd go back there you and it'd be like nothing. It would be, there would be like a lake. So like was there was terrible. never, there was never a, a town there and nothing. <laughs> Well, I know there is. I heard there still is people living there. Have, you, gone, have, you, have you gone back? Honestly, I have not. Not for years, to be honest. All right. Um, so, have you thought of going back? You, to, could, you, could be, you could be a drug dealer, but you'll be dealing penicillin. <laughs> it's legal. I've actually went on GPS and tried to do that uh, Google Maps and zone in on my property right where i grew up on and it just doesn't show it's, it's it does oh radar. okay so it, you put in where you grew up and it doesn't show up on yeah. google maps no it shows a bunch of trees there's a lot of trees. Uh, what was i saying not... what did i just say oh sorry i didn't listen i'm sorry i was what wait i what you weren't listening? <laughs> I told you that if you went back to where you thought, where you said you grew up, there would be no sign of the town or anything. No, but I believe there would be. I think people still live there. Use Google Earth and try to try oh. to use the camera, the satellite camera, and I've done. Somebody tried to do that. They tried to do that for me. And what happened? And nothing. Like it shows uh -huh. nothing. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Dorothy, so, you're not you're Dorothy, you're not from this universe. Well, no, it's not that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. Because like I know where I come from and it's just a place a lot of people don't know about. Because it doesn't and exist on this to, earth. And it, it does exist on the earth. It does. It's just not known. It's just a little tiny. It's just not known. Okay. Place. It's like Soviet military bases in the nineteen eighties that were left off of maps. It's like that. It's just not there. Weird, right? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm going to have to go and back and check that again because yeah, it's yeah. been a while. It's been a long time. I'll what I find very there. interesting <laughs> is that you're adamant, you're adamant that you're not from another universe, but you believe every mm -hmm. other crappy, airy-fairy, new-age thing that comes along. It's not all. No, I believe. I haven't just, just not something new, Wave. I, I always believe that kind of stuff. And I don't know why. Maybe I was abducted by aliens when I was little. I don't think you I were, no, Dorothy. Idea. Dorothy, I don't think you were abducted by aliens. I think you were dropped <laughs> off here by aliens. Could be. It's the exact you know opposite. What? That's okay. It's but the exact opposite. Do, yeah. I just want to know. I just want to know the answers, right? So that's why I'm here. All right. And uh, yeah, love you. All right, bye, Dorothy. Bye. bye. bye.